This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Franchise Tag. I'm your host, Eric, and along with my buddies here, uh, Chris, Matt, and Mark. What's going on, guys? What's up? What's up, guys? That was a lot at once, but uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, so we're going to talk some more uh, free agents because last week me and Chris pretty much ran down every single um, free agent signing, uh, but that was right before the Odell Beckham trade, which I added last second into last week's podcast just because like, I didn't upload it yet, so I just kind of recorded this little snippet saying what happened. I'm going to put my insight on that today. Uh, also, what we didn't go over was Le'Veon Bell. He got signed literally right like, the next day, like right after we recorded, and um, we have a couple more signings, not too many. But uh, let's start with uh, your boy, Le'Veon Bell, because uh, he's out of Pittsburgh. Same with uh, Antonio Brown, but we can talk about that later. But Le'Veon Bell, um, everyone's kind of talking about how he could have taken, I think, a five-year, I think, $70 million contract. I don't have it in front of me right now with the Steelers. And a lot of people are calling it more of a loss than anything because he sat out of the one-year $14 million franchise tag. Do you think this is a loss? For them, and is this, is this a win for the Jets, in your opinion, uh, Matt? Well, it depends on how you look at it. The uh, With this new deal he's getting with the Jets, he is getting more guaranteed money in his first year. However, if he would have taken the Steelers deal, he would have gotten more guaranteed money over his first three years. So I guess it depends on how long he intends to keep playing. That being said, I don't think he could have gone wrong either way, financially. I either think, way, I he, think so. He's get You think he could have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think he could have lost if he went to the, the Steelers again. Like if they if he took that deal. And here's why. So, Le'Veon Bell's contract that would have been with the Steelers is front loaded, meaning that he's going to get the first two years most of that guaranteed money that he was going to get. And then if they wanted to cut him in the next two years, they can do that. And then when he hits the free agent market after that, he's going to be well out of his prime by then. Or any, you know, like everyone's going to want fresh legs on their team by then. And again, they have James Conner waiting there, so they're just going to use him. And so there's not a lot of people that are going to want him. And his whole goal with for sitting out was to get a guaranteed deal and a long term deal. That afterwards, if he were to get a smaller deal, at least he got his money by then. So if, I feel like if he signed with the Steelers, I feel like that wouldn't have been a good choice there. I feel like um, he gets a lot of uh, he gets. What what is the deal with the Jets? Four years and then like fifty million or something like that. He settled for like twenty mil less or something. But um, I think it's a win for the Jets, especially after signing C.J. Mosley, in my opinion. So that was a huge signing. That was a I huge think, signing. I think uh, Bell's intent. He would never obviously come out and say this because it would destroy his his value. But I, I don't think he intends to play past thirty thirty one. I don't think so either. But I think I feel like I that's think why he, he wants to get deal. his money now. Get out while he still can before any injuries, before anything substantial happens. He wants to get his money now and leave so he can pursue his uh, his other interests. All right. So, Chris, what do you think of that signing after Le'Veon Bell um, agreed to go to the Jets? And is that a good move for the Jets, considering they also have C.J. Mosley and that their offense doesn't have the best wide receiver core in the world? They brought in Jameson Crowder. Woohoo. You know what I mean? But um, – they still have they put the tender on Robbie Anderson and they still have Quincy Anunu who tends to put in work and now you have they have that luxury now because they have a younger quarterback where they could sign anyone they want especially on offense and defense which they did this offseason what do you think of that signing yeah I mean I, I think by them they're they're really trying to build around uh what's his name uh Darnold they're really trying to build around him so I feel like by uh adding Le'Veon Bell that that really takes the pressure off of him and not to say he wouldn't step up and he can't he doesn't have the potential to do it on his own, but I feel like by adding a back like that, it takes a little bit of stress off him, and uh, I feel like it's going to be more beneficial for the team as a whole. 
I feel like it's a good sec- uh, safety blanket in a sense because yeah. he's he's good he's good out of the backfield like passing and he's also great you know he's great at running too and they're actually making some good signings over there for their line still needs some more improvement um, I'm excited to see what happens there because the way his the way he ran in the system he was in in Pittsburgh is going to be a lot different than it is in New York especially under Adam Gase who came over from Miami and, and I think his I think his uh, you know, his coaching style is a little questionable to me, especially with that Devontae Parker thing happening because apparently his agent came out and said that I, they're saying that he's injured, but he's not, and he's ready to go, and they just don't want to use him. So that's not the case for Le'Veon Bell, obviously coming in, especially with all that money you're going to pay him, but um, I'm not sure. Mark, what do you think, man? I think it was a great move on the Jets' part to sign Le'Veon, especially to a long-term deal, especially with a young quarterback like Sam Darnold. He's going to want him for a long time. It's going to be like Saquon Barkley in New York. He's got a running back that hit, can hit home runs at any time. The guy can block. He can. He goes out wide as a wide receiver. He caught touchdown passes in the playoffs last year. He's an all-around back. It's going to be good. I think so, too. The really only thing that's going to be the issue is, like I mentioned before, Adam Gase. I'm not sure how he's going to run the system there. If I can, if I can interject, yeah, I, think the, uh, I think the Jets, obviously now that they've secured Le'Veon, they're going to be putting a lot more attention to the line now because that has been an issue for them looking back. Uh, very recently, they signed uh, Kalecio Semele, uh, who was recently on the Raiders. I think that's a huge pickup at the guard position. Uh, that being said, I think they still have some improvements to make if they want him to uh, if they want him to flourish like he has been in his career. Uh, that being said, focusing on a line uh, once you already have the running back is probably – an easier move than uh, you know building the pieces and then interjecting the star player. I think you know once you have your player set in stone, building around him is sort of the ideal move going forward. But um, I think that will definitely, if the Jets make any more moves bef- uh, before the draft, I think that is probably where they're going to be looking. They've already made some adjustments on defense. I don't think, especially after the CJ Mosley signing, I don't think they're going to want to put too much money over there on that side of the ball. So as far as this. Uh, Next few weeks goes leading up to the draft. I think that is probably going to be their main focus. I think so, too. Um, what do you guys think about the Anthony Barr situation where he verbally committed to go to the Jets and instead he backed out to take, a kind of, I guess, a better deal with the Vikings? And I feel like this is a, no, an he, occurrence. No, I've heard that he is actually giving up money to stay with the Vikings. Yeah, like the lesser deal or something like that. I'm yeah. not sure what happened there. <clears throat> um, it's not a good look for the Jets. Definitely not. But, I, but do you guys think this is what occurred after he – um, said no. Do you think they they got C.J. Mosley? I think right before they they wanted to get Barr. I think they wanted to get them both at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then after Barr was gone, not too long after that, the Jets were like went over to Le'Veon Bell and they were just like, "Listen, you have this amount of time to sign with us. Um, we have the money for you right now. Barr's not coming over." Do you think that's what happened? They were able to give him some more money. Yeah. Or do you guys think that yeah. happened? I well, it was. I don't know how uh, reliable things are that I read, but I saw a few articles and they were saying that. Uh, if they were smart and that they were considering now that he backed out that they had extra money to give to him. So they were saying that was like their last-ditch effort, and uh, that could be a big role in why they actually landed him. Yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if I finished my statement before, but yeah, Adam Gase, he's indivi- it's an in-division coach where he was eventually he was with Miami, now he's with New York. Do you think he, he gets like the, you know, um, the upper hand – on the Dolphins from now on, considering they don't know their quarterback situation right now, I'm not sure what they're going to do in the draft. Maybe they give that pick over to him or give over to him or something like that. But now, now the coach over there in Miami is Brian Flores, who's also in the same division too. He was previously with um, the Pats. He was their linebacker coach. 
Um, how much of an upper hand does Adam Gase have on Wait, everyone did, now? Didn't the uh, didn't the Dolphins just get Fitzpatrick? They just yeah they signed him to a two year deal, but still like he's a band aid <laughs> quarterback. Yeah, he's not your long term deal. I feel like they've been trying to get a bridge quarterback for so long. Um, I actually I'm actually happy at, um for the Dolphins for what they did getting rid of Ryan Tannehill because they could have gotten like nothing out of him and instead they got some they had got some picks out of him so. Um, a lot of in division head coaches there. Um, who do you th- out of all of them who has the, other than Belichick, who has the most upper hand when it comes to knowing what what's the next move for each team? So you have Brian Brian Flores, Adam Gase, and then Bills. Not sure what they're going to do, but you know they added some weapons over there in wide receiver core. So who knows? But who has more of the upper hand there? You guys think? Truthfully, I really think the New York Jets do. Because they just got the brand new quarterback, they got a star running back. The only th- their defense was already stacked last year, with Tremaine Johnson and Jamal Adams, and um, now they just got C.J. Mosley, as you said. So he's gonna have a big year. I think him and Jamal definitely. Adams are gonna go crazy over there on that defense. Uh, Tremaine Johnson had a bit of a down year, but it, with considering his contract, it was on that yeah. being that big. It was a pretty down year. I think you mm-hmm. got to really prove yourself this year. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it all comes together. Down year, but also on the with the defense that he was on, it's kind of hard to uh, hard to produce. You know, around so many playmakers. Yeah, I think so too. Um, it might be one of those situations where you have so many superstars, everyone wants to have the spotlight on them, and then it just doesn't come together. Who knows? The Jets haven't been good in a very, very long time. Um, does this secure second place basically in that division? No, not really. Mm. I I like Josh Allen on the Bills as well. I like him too. Now he's got weapons with Cole Beasley I, and John, John Brown. Brown. <coughs> their contracts are a bit much. I recently, but I think that's necessary. For I recently them. saw when I was looking at some clips. I saw a five-minute compilation of just from this past year, Josh Allen drops, and it was five minutes straight of this season receivers dropping good passes thrown by Josh Allen. So you do have a point with the Josh Allen. Giving him some better targets can mm-hmm. definitely re- revamp the Bills. He also has Foster, who came in like midseason, who was who considered a, who's considered a deep threat now. And you had the two other guys. Um, you know, they also have Frank Gore, who's trying to pretty much move up the rushing yards record um, on that list. Hall of Famer. Yeah, pretty, yeah 100%. This, this dude is going to keep getting one-year deals for the next, like, Another two, three years, I think. He still got, he still got some uh, gas in the tank a bit. Um, one more thing. So, what I'm confused is, Josh Allen likes to run the ball a lot, and that he showed that this season where he'll just keep it and he pretty much manhandled the Vikings on his own this year just by running the ball. He was hurtling over people. Um, how does that backfield look now, considering you have Shady and Frank Gore and Josh Allen? Whenever he wants to keep the ball, he'll, he'll just take it. Um, it looks old. <laughs> do, do uh how do they split those carries there because i feel like it's kind of the same issue for i say the baltimore ravens because it's like you're not going to run lamar jackson like <coughs> 30 times a game and they did that i think he ran like oh, 28 times oh, a game twice will. oh yeah they're going to and they're not gonna think twice about it and they have mark ingram now i don't know what do you i don't know what to do in that scenario when you have a running a quarterback who's basically in the body of a quarterback who can run the ball just as much of his run as his running backs can does that ruin their game plan in any way, or does that just to kind of extend it to make them kind of extend plays a bit? I think that uh, I think by having McCoy, he's going to be more of a receiving back and like a speed back. You're going to have Frank Gore, who's going to be really like the short down yardage on the goal line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, power back. 
And, uh, you know, Josh Allen is just going to have to run for his life because, you know, that's just what he does best now because the line can be well, you can not see, great. I feel like you can make the excuse for Josh Allen being that, you know, he had not many weapons going into his rookie year, and that's why mm-hmm. he ran the ball so much. And then Shady, and Shady McCoy was pretty much injured, non-injured, and then whenever he was healthy, he really wasn't playing that well. Um, but now he finally has some weapons secured for the next three to four years in John Brown and Cole Beasley. And Cole Beasley has been shown to be the like you know safety blanket over there um, in Dallas when he played there. Um, so if he can't get the ball to those guys, I don't think you're going to get the ball to anyone. And he was very close to getting Antonio Brown. So I think that would have been really funny if that happened. Um, so moving on a big bit here, and I'm sad to say uh, Odell Beckham Jr. is now a Cleveland Brown. And what the Giants got out of this trade was the seventeenth. The seventh. It's eh, very. It's, it's substantial. I'm gonna. I'm gonna talk about this. Just wait. They got the seventeenth pick in the 2019 draft. They got the third round pick, a very low third round pick, not a high third round pick. So nice. And then um, you've got Jabril coming home. You got Jabril yeah. coming back to New Jersey, and um, a lot of people are just like he's not gonna be any type of replacement for Landon Collins, but he's much younger. And, you know, he really didn't show much of his potential over there in Cleveland. But I feel like now that he's back home, he's going to leave his heart back, you know, leave his heart on the field each and every game. But and then the Browns just get Odell Beckham Jr. Thank God we didn't give him like a pick or something on top of that. But um, well, while we're uh, on the topic of Odell, um, it has since been deleted. I don't know if you saw this earlier today. Um, he deleted this earlier today. He posted a black, the black screen, the yeah. black screen on Instagram with yeah. the following caption. Mark, did you see that? Yeah, I, I saw that. PSA, I, it. I love you all so much for the ones that follow and support. I thank you all for that. I'm taking an emotional, mental, physical, blah, blah, blah vacation. I appreciate the love, honestly, but at this point for the next <laughs> He literally days, wrote blah, blah, blah. I, he did. I'm going dark. I won't be around. Phone is gone with all due respect. Please don't call, text, call, FaceTime unless it's of the utmost importance. I really need some time to vibe and just get away, process, reevaluate some of the things I'm in my life. As much has changed for me recently, I'm doing amazing. Thanks for asking. I'm really just trying to get everything together and gather all my thoughts so I can take the next steps in my life to be the very, very, very best me going forward. Uh, God bless you all. Very best you. me goes going forward. <laughs> God bless you all. And again, thanks for the love and support. I will see you soon. Always love. All right. Here's the thing. What do you make of this? Here's the thing about that post. Okay. Is he regretting it? Dramatic. Dramatic. He's not regretting anything. I think he wanted to stay. I think he just knew he, he's been in trade talks for the past year. John Dorsey's been trying to get his hands on him for <coughs> the past two years, and he finally did. Here's Smashed my here's up. here's the thing about this post. Very over dramatic because first of oh. all, this guy he's going from New York or New Jersey, um, and now he's going basically to Cleveland, which is a city that doesn't get the best rep in the world, as Jakeem Noah said, who no one says I'm gonna go to on vacation, vacation in Cleveland. Cleveland. So, you know, I think that's where he's having troubles. Cause now he was in the spotlight in New York. He had a start there. He got the catch there and he wouldn't be where he is today if it wasn't for being on the New York New York Giants. And he's gonna be perfectly fine. He's got Baker Mayfield, Jarvis Landry. Oh, he's no not doubt. going he's not going somewhere where he has no idea who anyone is, so I think it's a little dramatic, and there's a reason he deleted it right away, so I don't know. I don't think he's depressed to be in Cleveland. He's going to be just fine. I think it's just this change of scenery that gets the people sometimes. You know what I mean? Mark, what do you make of that post? I think his response is genuine. Like I feel like with a lot of Giant fans that I talk to all the time, no one really saw this coming. Like, every, like yes, trade talks have been going on for a long period of time, but when it happened, everyone thought it was fake like it did not seem real Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham on the same team like that's something you would do in Madden or fantasy football like yeah just because you know they played at LSU together that's why you want them back together but Mm -hmm. um 
yeah, no, I think it's a little overdramatic. He's going to be just fine. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to sell this great. poster on my wall because it's signed by Odell Beckham Jr. and the Giants. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, um, I hope I get a bunch of money out of that. But yeah. um, Get a first and third round pick? What do you th- yeah. what do you, first of all, this is what I wanted to talk about after explaining the details. Again, they get the 17th, 17th pick in the draft, and they get the third round pick, and then Jabril. Jabril, I'll take, fine. Uh, cool, we need someone on defense anyway. They knew they were in jeopardy pretty much after losing Landon Collins to the Redskins, someone who's in division, so that's already looking rough. Um, Another thing is, they get the 17th pick, right? But it's not a top 10 pick or anything like that. It's just... I think that's it's, where they kind of yeah, went wrong. It's still a middle, high, r- relatively high pick. Yeah, it's not, the middle of the pack. Not even that, Usually. but you're talking about Odell, where if you were to say before he was traded, you would say, oh, I'd give at least two first-round picks, one this year, one next year for someone like that, or at least like a first-round pick, did, two uh, seconds, or something like that. But, did you hear that with the 49ers, they wanted, they wanted him, but they weren't willing to give up the number two pick, so that's why he didn't go there. That was they wanted him really Bro, bad. You know what I would do for that second round, second pick in the draft? Oh, but, that's Nick Bosa. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And we lost Vernon, so that would just perfect timing. If if the Niners just pursued and they just Oh, I don't even want to think about it anymore. But my issue with this is that again, if you're not gonna give up like two firsts for this guy, and apparently Gettleman said it was an offer he couldn't refuse. And again, I'll take the seventeenth pick because there's you're gonna this is the type of draft where you're gonna get solid players from all of the first round going into the second because they're basically all first round talents mm-hmm. and you know i hope we get someone good out of it um i feel like i don't know if giants fans such as myself and mark here at this ta- at this table um we can't it's hard to trust dave gettleman especially after s- literally saying two three months beforehand that he he didn't sign odell to trade him and he did it and so how do you how do you trust the gm like that if he's just going to come out and say the things you want to hear and then d- doesn't you know do the actions that a GM should be doing. The thing with Gettleman well, is... I mean, a lot can happen in, in that Definitely a lot. But the thing with Gettleman is he he's pretty much retracing his steps that he did in Carolina because, mm-hmm. he, he again, he, he got rid of Josh Norman. And uh, his, Steve his, Smith. His M.O. and Steve Smith, yeah, his M.O. is if I didn't draft you, you're not my guy because how am I going to, you know, agree with the guy that I didn't draft? You know what I mean? Um, Mark, obviously you're not a fan of that trade. I, but what yeah. do you think of Gettleman? What do you think of what we received in return, and how does that help us or not help us, I guess? I don't like the fact that he did do it because I'm a Giants fan, and he's the best receiver that we've had maybe ever, possibly ever. Yeah. L- l- and, listen, I said yeah. this before. If you're going to trade him, don't sign him because at least, you know, because now you pretty much there's some dead money in that. Yeah, and they all true. Have Sixteen million dollars. Exactly. I think that's an issue, and you need that money. With the Giants. Yeah, exactly. I, I <coughs> don't want to deal with that. And then, but they know Eli's going to retire next year, and that's going to save us. He's been going to retire next year the for the past five years. So, and it's gotten more likely every year. I know. Eventually, and, that's just going to trend until it can't go on. It's going to depend on this quarterback draft this year. The only upside is we're really lucky that we traded Vernon because I'm Askins? like. I don't want I him. Like Murray. I, I don't. I want know him. you don't. I know. I don't want Haskins. Like at truthfully, all. I think Rosen might be a dark horse. Bro, if trading we get, for Rosen, you know how happy Maybe I would be round if we traded for Rosen with that 17 pick. You don't want Rosen. I, no, I, want, I, I want give Rosen. a 17th. I, I want Rosen. Our second round. He has a way better line now. You don't want Rosen. I want Rosen. He he had a crappy Cardinal team, only throwing to uh, Larry Fitz, who's. Up a Hall now. of Famer. Yeah, yeah, only that's someone you <laughs> want to throw to. Exa- no, I yes, okay. I understand. yeah, but he's he's, but he's signing one year deals David every Johnson year. Johnson to take the edge off. He did, he had a down David year Johnson too. Who had a like a way down year. Everyone exactly. was expecting him to be fine. He was not a, a top back last year, and that's it. The other receiver was a rookie, same as him, who 
was going through the same rookie problems he was. And then the Cardinals' defense. Kirk was, got injured midseason. Yeah. You, you really can't judge him it, based on that first year, dude. Yeah. I'm just saying, of the quarterbacks we've seen, of, of this new class, like, I would I would take Lamar Jackson over Josh Rosen. You're not I'm, trading for Lamar Jackson. Though. That's the point. But you no. have the opportunity to grab Josh Rosen. Lamar Jackson proved that he's a running quarterback. He proved that no, he's, he's like most certainly a running three. quarterback. I just think he's more valuable than Josh Rosen. But imagine being in that position where I wouldn't trade again, for Lamar Jackson again. First round pick Josh Rosen, and you also drafted Barkley in that same draft. If you somehow trade something for him, and I'm gu- I'm guaranteeing you, I don't <coughs> think that trade is going. I don't know if it's going to occur, but if it were to occur, I guarantee you that they would be like, here's a second and a third. That like they have like five third round picks. They could just give up one of them, and then they'll somehow grab them. And you have two guys in that first round of last year's draft yeah. on the same team I, I with a much better line now than he had before. I think give it like two, three years. Rosen is going to be one of the one of the better. He's one of the quarterbacks. better quarterbacks. I th- you're looking at it wrong. We'll see. You're, we'll see. Yeah, I, I'll I'll be willing to admit if he if he blows up. But. Listen, he comes to the Giants, right? You resign Jalapio mm-hmm. at center. You have. Will Hernandez, who had a phenomenal year, him on like PFF, he was like one of the top guards in the league. And now you have Zeitler now. You got rid of Jamon Brown, who who was a free agent. He signed with the Falcons. Buy flowers. Buy flowers. Yeah, we don't (laughs) have flowers anymore. We have Wheeler, who was a good fill-in for flowers. And then Solder. We have Solder, who we signed to that massive contract. Yeah, I love Solder. And people, people, and I hate the Giants fans because literally this first year, he doesn't give them enough credit. I'm like, you have Eli back there, and you have, you you had to switch position. You literally forced. Eric Flowers to switch positions on a position where he couldn't even play in the first place, so it was pretty yeah. ridiculous. So I feel like now it all comes together. You put Rosen back there, and you have Barkley, and you know he has better weapons now. He's not going to have OB- Ingram. He's not going to have OBJ, but you know, I think that would be a phenomenal trade. I do think people will be surprised by what Shepard is able to do. That being said, I don't think he'll be able to carry an offense by himself. Well, he's been in the shadow of Odell for a while because again, no, he's that yeah. he's that slot guy that came in and he was a day two pick. No, nah, so, I, I think Shepard is better than Odell in terms of, like, consistency, in terms of hands. I know he made a one-handed catch, but I'm saying, like, in terms of consistency, I feel like Sterling Shepard was more consistent, and he, he was actually, like, a player. He wouldn't complain and cause drama. I can't give him the hands. I can't give him the hands <laughs> over Odell. But yeah, that, no, that said, not. I do He doesn't, re- I do he doesn't reach back, like, 1-3. He's like definitely one, three. more solidified in his role. Yeah. He is definitely the hype man of the New York Giants team. He's always got a positive attitude when he's out there. He's always no, I feel the team. Shepard is definitely a guy you want on your team. Like yeah. anyone's yeah, team, sure. I think you'd love to have him on there. Um I feel like this is I feel like Engram had a down year. He had some injuries. How but, do we how do we feel about know, Golden Tate? Golden Tate yeah, I forgot to talk about that. Way overpaid, <coughs> first of all. Way overpaid. I we, disagree. We have him until he's thirty five and you're giving him all that money? That's fine. I see the thing is No, he's reliable, yes, he's, but yards after the catch, he's the that's best. That's what I'm saying. Give he him less give him less money. We need that cap money though. I feel like you can't the, give for what you can do with the quarterback you have right now. Golden you know, Tate, like he said, like he said, yards after the catch. There's no receiver in the mm-hmm. league that is better than Golden Tate. Yeah, they said that. On, I saw on Twitter. Yeah, but that's been true for the past three years. And not only that, like with all the, you know, people say, oh, all Odell can do is slants and dump offs. That's the thing. That's that's what this offense is producing. And if you put Golden Tate in that offense, he'll produce a lot more mm-hmm. than. A normal receiver would produce. No, don't get he, me wrong. I, don't get me well. wrong. I love it. I love watching him when he was on Detroit. He did his part. You know what else could he do? He got traded midseason great to go to the Seattle. Eagles, and he was great in oh, Seattle. Yeah. yeah. Um, but my he's, issue here, he's just got way too much money than we, we were supposed to pay him. I don't. I feel like getting him until thirty-five. He's not going to perform the way he is this year. As that's opposed how to when you he's guys 35. got into trouble is by paying people too much money, and you're doing it again. 
So the thing is, they plugged up a hole though. They right, we lost Odell. They could have gotten a worse wide like, receiver. Hundred oh. percent. They could have gotten someone way Definitely. worse. If anything, mm-hmm. they made the right move getting Tate. Uh, but you know, I feel like. But th- then again, I keep thinking about the Rosen situation. If we grab him and he's throwing a Golden Tate, Sterling Shepard, Evan Ingram, he's gonna use utilize those guys so much. If they pull off that trade, I'm gonna I, be so excited. You have no idea. Mm-hmm. Me too. I but would lot, love for that to happen. But a lot of holes to fill on defense. That's why I hope, like, you know, we'd eventually help out with that a little bit. How do you think Jabril Peppers is going to play over there? Because, again. Oh, he'll be fine. Yeah. Do you remember? He, he's, coming, he's been coming to form ever since the, ever since early this past season. He's been really, like, I don't think there, there, are, there aren't many safeties in the league who are better at rushing, getting sacks. Jabril had more sacks than, I, I, if I'm wrong, correct me, but I don't think any safety had more sacks than Jabril. He's he's really coming to form in coverage. I think he's becoming one of the premier safeties in the league. I think so too. Do you Maybe think, not. But do you think he's a great fill-in for Landon Collins though? Because think yes. about this no. for a second. The Giants. Yes. He's not the, as good as Landon Collins, the, but he they, they play different roles. Listen, the Giants yes. struck gold. With, this is what pisses me off. The the Giants struck gold with Landon Collins because he was a day two pick. He wasn't even taken in the first round. Now he's one of the highest paying safeties of the league in the same division, no less. Um, I think Jabril will do just fine. No, um, he, he will. I'm not saying he won't. I, I think you also have funny, to remember he's yeah. a uh, special teams guy, too. He could do work for you guys there, too, <coughs> which has been a weak spot at times with you guys. Yeah. I think that's, j- that's where Jabril had the most shine at being like a Heisman candidate. Every, everyone forgets he's a Heisman candidate and as a defensive player in college, and most of his highlights came from you know those punt returns or you know kickoff returns and stuff like that. Um, and we and, and a lot of people may disagree because I'm not sure how many people out there really analyze Jabril Peppers, but we've been watching this guy since high school. Like I, I don't know mm-hmm. if you guys um, remember when we, uh, uh, when I, I was on the football team, Matt as well. We went to MetLife, and then literally as <laughs> as soon as we lost, um, in the in the tunnel, Jabril we Peppers is right there just <laughs> hopping, yeah. like. Yeah. Huge. It took huge. a second to talk to us, say uh, sorry for the loss. Yeah. <laughs> As he proceeded to go out on that field and kick ass and win a championship his fourth, again. His fourth championship. He won all four years. Yeah. That's insane. So, and so uh, he's, yeah. And he, no, no, down here. No less MetLife, yeah. So he's been in that. <laughs> he's used th- to it. In that stadium, he's like, oh, yeah, I've won like four championships here. I can win another one. So, you know, I feel like he'll, he'll be just fine. And I don't know if you guys saw that video he made um, in the Giants facility, but he was wearing a Giants shirt. And he was just like, I don't want to be anywhere else but home. And like, dude, this guy is just gonna ball out here. Mm-hmm. You have no idea. Um, but yeah, uh, what do you think? Like, uh, I don't even know how to. I think he's the this, best but. person to fill in for Landon Collins. The yeah. best option. Yeah, if any, if you were gonna put a mediocre guy there, like at first when I saw the signing by uh, Antoine Bethea, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> My yeah. issue with the Giants is they're refi- they're filling these these holes on the defense with. Players that uh, Betcher, their defensive coordinator, had in Arizona. And I'm like, you can't keep doing that. And I just hate how Gettleman's just letting it happen. I know you want to be familiar with the guys you're going to use because you know the way to utilize them. But grab some guys you can just roll the dice with because you can't just rebuild with another Cardinals defense. It's not going to work. And that's not going to win you a championship. You know what I mean? Unless you're bringing Patrick Peterson in, don't bother. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, what did the Giants have to do this upcoming draft with all those third-round picks and stuff and most of the defensive talent in the first round to make a solid defense that they once had with NYPD at one point? Um, I, I think the first thing they needed to address is a pass rush. Um, I think they need like an edge rusher. 
That's um, what I'm saying. You get that second pick, get Bosa. Yeah. Oh uh, I think God. they really need that. And then, I mean, Won't maybe happen. maybe Won't a happen. corner. <laughs> I could dream. I could dream, can I? Yeah, but then maybe a corner. They they kind of, since they got rid of, uh, what is it, Eli Apple? He wasn't great, but he was Yeah, he something. goes to the Saints, and he's phenomenal. Yeah, he, he was he something. Still I mean, gets it's flagged better a lot, than... though. That? Still gets flagged a lot. Oh, yeah, of course. A lot. Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. Um... That, well, that, this is not relevant essentially to what we're talking about, but you, you just based on what you said, do you value a corner or defense any yes. kind of defensive? I do. I think corners are very important. I'm, I'm glad I think so too. Okay, okay. I'm set to the question. Well, yeah, that's yeah. not what I was asking. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. What I was going to say was do you value a defensive back that makes splash plays and goes out of his way and is very instinctual but picks up a lot of penalties? Over one who's very, by the book, very clean, but maybe isn't as good productive-wise as the no, aforementioned. I don't, I don't like the fouls. We had that same mm-hmm. issue. We had Robert Alford. You'd rather have we got some... rid of him. We got rid of him because he was not doing well, and he was he had like one of the highest percentages in pass interference calls. I'm saying, would you if there a would you take skill with penalties over less skilled but no penalties? Listen, um, I, 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 I heard this on another podcast. You want to have a guy that's good at everything, but not as good as like, you know, coverage. Like you know, like you want that guy. That's what Landon Collins was. Like he was, he wasn't good in like one area, but he was good at every other area. You want mm-hmm. that guy 100 percent on your team. You know what I mean? I'd rather yeah. have all the skill you can get and maybe be iffy in one area. Not all players are perfect. Everyone, I, the NFL expects every player. No not, the, not the NFL. ESPN and all these analysts expect these players to be absolutely perfect. That's why in the draft, like. They showed like I hate players who end up being one of the best players in the league, and they like show their like draft like their draft thing, and they're just yeah. like, oh, doesn't have good hands. I'm like, the thing relax. Is, the thing is with mm-hmm. that, you'll with how many scouts there are and how many people there are looking at these guys, you'll always have some people who look negatively at, at any given player. With because the thing is, you have scouts from many teams, many cities coming to look at the, each and every one of these guys. When you get reviewed by that many that many people. You, someone's gonna write a negative review about you. Yeah, I mean, so, I, th- so yeah. I'm not surprised. Obviously, it's funny to look back and say, "Oh, JJ White had all these negative I things know. written." Same about with him. Drew Brees. Did you see Drew Brees? Yeah, read of his course. Thing out loud? I mean, that'll happen to any player. Every player will have negative reviews coming That's what I'm to the I feel I like there's, there's no. Only, they'll never show the positive ones. There's only three no. jobs in this world where you can be completely wrong and still get paid high end money, which is being a weather person, weather <laughs> man, woman, or a fantasy analyst because yep. you could be wrong each and every week and still get paid matthew barry um <laughs> and lastly a scout because you could say players like odell and jj watt and all these other players like antonio brown too saying they're the worst player in the league and you're still going to get paid the same amount of money you did yesterday so um, well that's what happens i remember reading the uh scout on julio when it says something about he, his his route running wasn't good his catching traffic wasn't good and he can get better at catching and i'm like Really? Who are these people? Because <laughs> I feel just, like just an old he, white he does all of that pretty well now, but whatever. So, uh, what we missed last podcast as well um, is D Ford going over to the 49ers. What do you guys think of this signing? And what do you think of them also grabbing Tevin Col- Coleman? I think he's signing a two-year, $10 million deal there. He is. I, th- I think D Ford, I think that was a good uh, good pickup. I mean, they're, they're clearly just trying to... Their defense to, is getting yeah, better and they're better. They're trying yeah. to just build that up. Uh, in terms of Coleman, I'm interested in how that's going to work out because they also have McKinnon, and they're very similar. I feel like that's m- what I was thinking today. I, I right feel like here. Coleman worked very well with Atlanta because you had a power back in Freeman, and you had Coleman, who was more of the speed and the receiving guy. To having two receiving guys, two 
speed backs. I'm I'm curious how that's gonna work. I think they're just scared McKinnon's gonna get hurt again. That's why yeah, you give him yeah. you give Tevin Coleman that deal. You're not giving up a lot of money because you give McKinnon what was his deal? Like four years, like forty big, something million a, dollars. Yeah, it was a big contract. Just to get to his ACL torn, literally just lifting up a dumbbell or something Sad. like that. Yeah, it's bad. Um but they also have <coughs> Matt Breida. At least who, at least you're not John Wall slipping at home in the shower. Oh, or yeah. On top of his <laughs> other injury that he already had. Right? Yeah, yeah, he, exactly. he had an injury and then that's this then another injury that happened. And you give him like a hundred something million dollars. Twitter Twitter's ruthless with that guy. Oh yeah, I know. It's bad. Um but my thing is with the 49ers is I think this happened because I think they're scared any injury is gonna occur, so they want the extra guy. I just don't know how this backfield is going to work in particular because Jerick McKinnon can run and and I think he can run a lot better than Tevin Coleman mm-hmm. but they both can catch out of the backfield pretty well and then you have Matt Breida who is like a bruising back so like how do you switch these guys in and out because you bring Garoppolo back he's going to have to really like get along with these guys again it's not like he's coming back to a team where he knows everybody a lot of new faces he's coming back to and the amount of money he's being paid too he's going to have to perform as well so Mark yeah. what do you think of the signing there how does the backfield going to work what do you think? Truthfully, I really wouldn't be surprised if they utilized at least two of them at the same time for most drives. Like, I think Tevin Coleman really proved himself uh, last season with the absence of Freeman. No, I he think he had. A, I think he still had a down year. He had his own backfield for like the first time in a while, and he still couldn't do it. Well, to be honest, I don't think that was all the offense's fault. Like, I think Matt Ryan was doing his best to spread the ball around. Like, he was hitting Calvin Ridley for touchdown passes. Julio Jones was making big plays for big yards. And then Coleman, as as Chris and you said earlier, he's more of a passing back, or he was used to being in a passing back role. So when he was going up the middle for a run, maybe he'd only get three yards, four tops. But a few times he did make some splash plays. And I feel I like all those plays Brian, come within like the 10-yard line, though. I feel like it's never midfield where you pass the ball to him. He's going to take another 20 yards and help you guys get the first down, keep True. moving the chains. He's not that guy. I've, but I think they're going to use him as another threat out there. Like I think they'll he's, they'll I think put he's him a, out, but again, they also have Brietta or McKinnon, as you said, so you don't know which way he's going to. Jimmy G is going to throw the ball. In my opinion here, I think they just brought Tevin Coleman in again. He's just a safety guy. You're, giving up, you're only paying this guy five mil for two years. It's not that big of a deal. And also, don't forget that it's Kyle Shanahan, so he wants – took them to the Super Bowl. They couldn't get it done, but he's very familiar mm-hmm. as to how he was going to play Coleman, so I think that's all they're utilizing him for. And I mean, I think they're going to do what New England does. They have like five running backs, and it just works. They that's just use point. all of them. Mm-hmm. I, wouldn't, I would not be surprised if they do that because, I mean, they're all pretty talented, or at least, you know, whoever ends up being that third string is not a third string talent. They're better than that. So I feel like utilizing all of them in a way that um, – New England kind of does. I feel like that would be pretty smart. I wouldn't be surprised. All right, so moving on to the other side of the ball, we got D Ford there now, getting involved in the mix of that defense. Uh, first of all, do you think he actually lines up on the ball in San Francisco, or is he going to, you know, be a bust over there? I don't no, think so. He's I think, too good I of a think the Chiefs made a mistake by not re-signing him. They made a mistake by a lot of things. So you get rid of Barry, you get rid of Justin Houston. That was coming since midseason, but I didn't expect they has tagged Houston, D Ford. Has, has Houston found a? No, he's still a free agent. That's what I'm saying. They didn't do anything. I'm right. surprised that he's lasted this long. Chiefs are in, are in some in a bad place right now because they're about to lose Tyreek Hill. He's apparently in like he's getting investigated for a battery or something. Oh like my that. god. Yeah, and so now he's just gonna have Kelsey and Sammy Watkins. Watch him somehow make it work and still throw oh, like fifty-two touchdowns or something like that. Yeah, he's insane. He, yeah, he's Patrick. You know what Mahomes. else? So, on, to, on top of the resume that the Browns have for having now Jarvis Landry, they have Odell Beckham Jr., they have Baker Mayfield, who was first overall, um, and then 
on the defensive side, they have Vernon, they have Garrett, they have Sheldon Richardson, they have you know Denzel Ward. Ward. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm even making this far on the list for a, a Browns team. But <laughs> John Dorsey was the one that drafted um, Patrick Mahomes over there uh, in Kansas City, like when he was the GM there, and yeah. then eventually he got he was let go and he went to the Browns. So. This dude, on top of all that, he drafted <laughs> literally the, the MVP, MVP and the Offensive Player of the Year. Well, so I mean, he's kind of looking over there. He's like, "Yo, it's good." Like, <laughs> well, we could have been, but you know, I'm building my own <laughs> dynasty over here in Cleveland. So you do your thing over there, and we'll do our thing here. Um, but yeah, D Ford, uh, wh- how much of a bump is this for the 49ers as a defense now? It's such a shame that his last play. Or not his last play, but his last game in Kansas yeah. City had to be offsides. The way, yeah, the way it did, because he's really a phenomenal player. I really, I really think he uh, he made an impact on that defense. It's just that like, I I thought when I thought the KC defense, especially after Marcus Peters left, I thought when I thought the cornerstones of that Kansas City defense, I D, he, D Ford was yeah, one of those guys. I agree. And it's weird for for them to let him go like that, and and now like. I don't think he's lost a step. Sure, he 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 has as he has flaws he like has every flaws. defensive player has, but yeah, you know, like obviously evidence in the AFC Championship. Yeah, game. obviously, but he had a good solid season. No, he really mm-hmm. did. 100%. I don't I don't think he's a bad player by any means. I think he'll continue to make an impact on his on his new team. I think he'll, you know, I think he'll integrate well into the into the defense they have. Yeah, don't forget they got Bu- they got <coughs> Buckner over there Buckner, on the other side of the ball Solomon as well. Thomas. They have Sherman. Exactly. Pretty solid defense there. Uh, what's going on here? Oh yeah, Bengals. Uh, wait, who did he sign with? Uh, Raiders. Perfect. He's going oh, to the Raiders. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I I don't know if you guys saw my tweet <coughs> on the franchise tag Twitter. Shout out for all that. Um, but I literally commented um on one of the posts on one of the NFL update accounts, and they were just like, "Oh, Raiders have interest in the Bengals." And I was uh, in the Bengals. Yeah, they're gonna buy. They're gonna buy the Bengals team. Yeah. No, 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 the Raiders are interested in the Bengals linebacker Vontez Perfect. And I'm like, of course they would, because that's. I feel like John, Gr- just, John Gruden's like, oh, he's 31 and I, he has, oh, he has wait, some, he has some they have AB. They don't like each other. Say, I was oh, just going to say, that's going to yeah. be so what? interesting in the locker room. <laughs> no, they're going to be boys now. Just watch. No, just to won't. spite everyone. Yes, no, they, they are. <laughs> it's only one year. AB is going to be doing his uh, FaceTime with Burfick next to him this time. Like, I, yeah, think, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think the reason is booming. It's booming. It's booming. I think the reason Brown's... Brown's head is so scrambled is because of that hit by Burfick in the 2015 AFC wildcard game. Uh, when you got concussed, but well, yeah, you got Burfitt going there. Um, Oof. That's gonna be one interesting locker room. If I feel you ask like me. Uh, the Raiders will we were, not be good. <laughs> I feel like, like if we were on not. TV, like it's like breaking news. Like we just did that. We what's, just did. What's funny news. about the Raiders is everything you should be doing, they are doing because they haven't even surrendered any of those first round picks. But, I don't know how. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I don't, don't know, know how. Yeah, I'm gonna get your opinion on that. A third and a fifth for Antonio Brown to get more guaranteed money and. Only be there for three years. He's not even there for a long time. Is, I think that's a loss by the, by the Steelers. One hundred percent. They just wanted him out. I I did not want. Him but you don't do after I, all that. Well, well, I think what happened is I think they were trying to get a first, and then when they were, when Antonio Brown was like, "I'm not playing for the Bills if you send me over there," so don't do it. And then the Bills <laughs> were like, "Well, we don't want him now." And so and I think the the Steelers were like, "Oh yeah, you want to play like that?" And then even though it was kind of a loss on their part, they were just like, you know, just get him out of here. Here's a third and a, give me the third and the fifth. I don't care. And get out of here. He, l- l- listen, he but get that first all, out of there. He can all he can have all the fun he wants winning four games a year. That's fine <laughs> by me. Four and four and twelve, baby. I'm yeah. just saying, like if he if 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 this is what he wants to do and he wants to force his way onto a team, 
I just don't know what difference it would have made for him to go to Buffalo. I like Josh Allen more than I like Derek Carr. Mm. I like their situation I'm better. Ner- than I'm I nervous like. for Derek Carr, dude, because he was having issues with Gruden literally midseason. And then you see Derek Carr getting excited over Antonio Brown coming, but if you can't get the ball to him, and it's, it's just going to be a slow watch. year. Give it like a few, uh, a few days to like trade for Josh Rosen or something. Imagine. That'd be crazy. Honestly, if you were a like, Giant, Giants better. fan, right? If they traded for Carr, would you take him? Like, would you be oh. like, yeah? Honestly, how long ago was Derek Carr in the playoffs? Wasn't it three seasons? Well, Two, what always happens is three. he has an amazing season. He had that MVP season, but then he broke his leg. He did not play oh. in the playoffs. Yeah. No, he made yeah. it. His team he made, made it to it the. What was the backup cook or something like that? Uh, oh, Matt God. McGloin. Oh, oh man. man, and then Con- Connor Cook, Connor Matt McGloin, Cook. one of those. Two, yeah, they both got injured. One got hurt, so the <laughs> oh other my. played. Yeah, but don't forget, he was an MVP. He was basically an MVP candidate at that point before he got hurt. He was, yeah. Yeah, you can't forget about that. Dude, I would love was, to- dude was balling out, but again, it wasn't under Gruden. It mm-hmm. was under um, what's his name? Was it Del Rio? Was that Jack Del yeah. Rio? Yeah. yeah. At the very least, we know for, f- I I would assume we know for a fact the Raiders won't even sniff the playoffs, considering their division. They have Kansas City. They have Los Angeles. They have Denver. Who who knows how Flacco will do? But here's what I want to hear from you. Would you? How come the Steelers weren't just like just give us one of those late picks, that 27th pick? Just give give it to us real quick. We'll take care of it. How come they didn't just grab it? Listen, I can't speak for Kevin Colbert, but uh, who's the Steelers? That's, it's GM? crazy out here because you have yeah. Amari Cooper going for a first, and you have Odell going for a, a, a later first, first a, a mid first, and a mm-hmm. third, and then A B just not. The thing going is, for I a think third. a later first and a third is more than the first that. The Cowboys uh, gave up. How old is Antonio Brown? 30. 30. And they have him for only three mm-hmm. years. So, if anything, the Raiders win here and the Steelers lose. We'll see how A.B. produces. Listen, I a- don't think he'll a- have A.B.'s a good career season. is just going to go on a da- like a downhill slope from here. Because, listen. I agree. He's going to look back and be like, man, the Steelers, I was having such a great time over there. He, he just led the league in touchdowns. He won't get anywhere close to that. Absolutely not. Did the Raiders- look, at, look at this offense they have around him. They've, yeah, I mean, I, I think the Derek reason... Carr, they just gave up one of their best linemen. So De- that's one more reason for Derek Carr to be worried. Raiders are smart, though, because like, we're going to have him until 2020, and we could just let him go. And then uh, we could I, use whoever I, we want now. <laughs> like, I you mean, know? Yeah. Like, imagine having like one of the better receivers in the league only on like a rental and barely, not even giving up a first-round pick. If anything, on the long haul, that's going to help him out so much. Do you guys think that they'll do something sneaky and try and trade up for Car- Kyler Murray? The Ra- I keep hearing that by the Raiders. No, if anything, it's going to be the Cardinals that do that. Yeah. Or, no, not trade up, obviously, but just grab them in the first pick. Um, I don't think the Raiders trade up at all, actually. It- if anything, the, if the Jets are still selling that third pick, maybe they'll sneak up and try to do something like that. But they're not grabbing a quarterback. Because one thing that I noticed today was you would think last year the Cardinals are going into a sort of rebuild. They got Josh Rosen and Christian Kirk last year. Except you look at all the pickups they're getting now. They just got Terrell. I'm surprised Suggs. they still held on to Chandler Jones and um, Patrick I w- Peterson. I was shocked mm-hmm. that Suggs left the Ravens. I feel like those. Oh three man, he's going. To, yeah, he's there on the cards now for mm-hmm. a year. I would have just retired. Yeah, I know. What are you doing, <laughs> dude? He's literally retiring after that year. Now he loves like, the game of football. I guarantee the Ravens will sign him for. This one is day another day. reason to get Bosa, because now that defensive front, it's like, all right, you got an experienced guy and a young guy. Who hasn't yeah, played it, a football it, game? It doesn't make for a very sense long time. to to get another quarterback. You just drafted one. Oh, but it I doesn't know, but make any a, sense. It's a brand new head coach there. That's what makes me think they're trying to win now. Like they're signing no, these older no, defensive no. people. Like you just said it. You don't Jones, win championships Suggs, with older defense. You don't do that. You don't win with older defensive people. The Chargers, not the Chargers. The Cardinals shouldn't be trying to win a championship right now. 
They just need to establish themselves. After yeah. the season they just had, they're 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 not in win mode. They're they're in rebuild no. mode. And then, I, wh- then that, why would they sign Suggs? What mode is the Giants? That's what confuses me. No, that's my no I, I think they signed Suggs because they have, uh, they're either going to pick up Bosa and they need him to get mentored by somebody, yeah. or they just need that that presence in the locker room to really hold it down because they were up in shambles. They had they were having a terrible season. They just need somebody that just needs to bring them back. Because you think character guy, you think Terrell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, Mark let, me, let me ask you this. Uh, Giants right now. Their status are they rebuild or win now? People have been saying they've been in win now for years, and I think they've just been re- rebuilding low key. Do you it, think they're rebuilding right now or are they win now? I want to hear this. In the words of David Gettleman, no, you said I want to hear it. I asked you, I didn't <laughs> no. ask Dave Gettleman. I think the Giants are not. It's really gonna. It's really gonna what? depend. The Giants are not in win now. Uh, yeah, with Eli Manning, yeah, it's no really shot. gonna depend on this draft. To be completely honest. Like, not really. I will because if they don't, if they go for a pass rusher first with our sixth pick, what are they going to draft? Aaron Rodgers? What do you think they're going to do? Bose is gone by that pick, bro. That's true, no. but there's all there's still like four or five good pass rushers. This is a pass rush draft. Yeah, but you're not a pass rusher away from bro, a Super Bowl. Bro, once Bose is no, off, I agree. Once Bose is off the board, you're going Devin White. He's, the, <clears> he's a linebacker. <clears throat> Which pick do you guys have? Six and the seventeenth now. Six and seventeen. Yeah, Damn. that's one of the worst draft spots to possibly be. Not really. Sixth, fine. We earned that, right? Yeah. So obviously we're gonna have that pick. But the seventeenth, we eventually got. Seventeenth is fine. If we were like sixth and the tenth, I'm sold. Yeah, we mm-hmm. You could have been uh, second and six. Let's take Quinn, let's take Quinn and Williams real quick. What if they took a right tackle with the sixth? No, our our line is fine right now. There's no Chad, 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 just got alignment. No, yeah, we, we got someone to replace uh, Jamon Brown, who's now with the Falcons. But the only weak That's spot. That's not a tackle. Oh, guard. Wheeler's. We He's just re-upped Wheeler to like another three years. Oh no, who's the middle? Uh, Pulley. Pulley is a Spencer Pulley. Yeah, yeah. But we, Wheeler's. I don't know what deal. He I still think the only weak spot on that line now is Chad Wheeler. Yeah, but but it, you have one. Who's better than Flowers? One possible yeah, weak spot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, you have one possible weak spot in an offensive line, and you have a serious issue in a pass rush. It weighs more. You need Vernon more. Vernon wasn't even rush. a good pass rush. That's We've what I'm saying. You need even with more him. of a pass rush than you do an offensive lineman. I agree. I would. That's the thing. Like, if they take a quarterback with the sixth, be it no, let's Haskin. just ta- let's just take that Jets third pick right quick. You know, like give them the seventeenth. They'll, they'll take it. They're, they've wanted to sell it for a while. They have everything they want right now. That's a good point. I'll take that third pick easily. But who would you take with the third pick? That's a good question because again, the two picks before us. Who knows where Bosa or Murray is going? But yeah. Uh, what else is going on here? So I'll, I'll tell you who's really the loser after all this is the Cleveland liquor industry because they're about to hit a record low. <laughs> they're they're, they're remember, thriving in Cleveland. Remember where they didn't open? They didn't open that one fridge for. Like, <laughs> for <weeks>. Oh yeah. <laughs> after that, after that win they had against the Chargers, that didn't open for, like for the next year, year yeah. and then the next. It was against the Jets. Oh wait, but it, it, it was, was yeah, yeah, Christmas Eve. Yeah. Oh, so God. they they, yeah. op- they opened it when they got the, that missed field goal with the Chargers, and we were all there. And then no 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 that was a that was for this season it was for the Jets the Jets game opened it yeah I know but they didn't open it because they didn't win a game after that so literally that's more than a year that they didn't open that fridge for no no, no. it was it was from the beginning of last season until they won a game this season so oh, okay so they didn't they opened start. it for the Jets oh I game. thought it was like a tradition thing no it had, was a new thing <laughs> it should have been because they oh haven't had God. like a winning season in a long time it was time. An, it was a new thing 
All right, yeah, gotcha. But uh, <laughs> that's hilarious, by the way. Yeah. Imagine being so humble and losing that you're like, we're just gonna accept that, <laughs> bro. I could, I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I can't even do it with the Giants right now. And they're going, and they're consistently going five, five win seasons every year. Yeah, at least you're winning games. Yeah, I know. I'll take mm-hmm. that. But still, it's hard to watch, man. Um, if, I, if we went through ever a no-win season, I possibly would not watch football again. It's um, painful. Yeah, it's painful. So what else do we got here? So another signing um, was Randall Cobb going to the Cowboys. Um, I'm pretty sure he's probably getting a one-year deal because my issue here is that they get rid of Cole Beasley. Cole Beasley is like, I'm out going to Buffalo because they're, they're giving me all this money. And then, you know, free agents right now, um, Amari Cooper, um, who else is a free agent on that team that I'm not sure was going to get signed again? Oh, they got to re-up um, Dak Prescott soon. So there's really literally no money that they can spend there. Um, what do you think of Randall Cobb going over to the Cowboys? Is that a good replacement for Cole Beasley? That's going to hurt us. <laughs> I think he's a solid wide receiver, even though he's coming off an injury season. They re-upped Tav- Tavon Austin, too. They just gave him another... another uh, I'm not too deal. worried about him, though. He's uh, uh, well, he's I mean, Janoris Jenkins can't cover him, so... He, he tripped. That he was that, yeah, actually yeah, yeah, tripped. Uh-huh. Like yeah, he absolutely. literally no stumbled. No excuse. He literally stumbled. And he's the only one left out of everyone that we lost, so <laughs> that's great. Um, to me, I think Randall Cobb is a good like little replacement there if he stays healthy. Yeah, this dude hasn't been healthy for over the past like two, three years, yeah. I guess. And his best years were back when he was with Jordy Nelson and on Green Bay. Yeah, but he's a free agent. Maybe they'll get him too. I really think Green Bay should Yo. pick up Jordy Nelson again. They should have done that before Randall Cobb, I'll tell you that much. Where do you think Jordy goes? He has to go I, back to Green Bay. I want him to go home just for the sake of like, I I don't even like the Packers and I want. But the him Packers to go have home. now like a solid defense. They sign Amos. What was it, Zadarius Smith too? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. If he goes what, back what if to they the went Packers, to like the Ravens. That sounds like a possibility because they got rid of Crabtree. Yeah. He's a free agent still too. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it would just be like him on the Raiders though. I don't expect think him not to get the ball. Looks. The Ravens <laughs> don't need wide receivers because they're, they're not just going to be catching run. anything. <laughs> There was literally like a stat that was like, there's like a better percentage of doing, I forgot what it, it was, the metaphor was, but like, if you were a wide receiver on the Ravens, you would You have the easiest it. job in the NFL, yeah. you don't have to do anything. The, exactly. The kicker gets more work. Just line up real quick, just say yeah. I'm on the line, and <laughs> yeah. just not catch anything. Just play rock, paper, don't even scissors with the, the corner. That's all. <laughs> rock. <laughs> it's like, oh, and then you see Lamar Jackson already in the end zone over there. <laughs> the definitive. Um, oh, also, Eric Berry's doing a visit with uh, the Cowboys, which means... They literally don't have money to spend, so that kind of already tells you that there's going to be a one-year deal for Eric Berry if he eventually does go to the Cowboys. I think it's a big possibility he goes there. Um, it's kind of like a like a prove-it deal, especially because yeah. well, that and they also can't spend anything. So what are the possibilities he actually goes there? <laughs> that was the thing. I'm reading... <laughs> I'm reading all these posts, and, and every comment is with what money. And it's like the the Homer Simpson thing, like, I have $3. Like that's, <laughs> that's literally what everybody's saying Patrick, about it. Patrick, I have $5. I have $3. Yeah, that's what it was. I have $3. That's what it was. Yeah, and it's like, honestly, though, I don't I don't know where they're going to come up with the money unless they cut somebody soon. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Who do the, who they possibly cut that has a big deal? Because, listen, they're in – one of the worst positions ever right now because they tagged Demarcus Lawrence and he verbally said he's not come showing up to camp, not even yeah. a little bit. So not even a little, bit. not even a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> not even to say hi. Not even no. like, what's good. I'm just here to pick up my stuff. Um, I'm taking my stuff out of my locker room. That reminds me of someone, huh? Who's on the Redskins? Um, but yeah, what do you guys think of a uh, line? Uh, f- sorry, um, Tommy Lee Lewis, who was in that uh, no PI call. 
uh, <laughs> <laughs> and the NFC Championship game going to the Lions. Uh, it's definitely not the best move. No, for no, him. no, no. no. <laughs> uh, he was like a third string wide receiver, fourth yeah, string maybe. I don't know. Yo, he, I, Drew Brees single handedly, or that play single handedly, gave him a contract to go to the Detroit. Yeah, but isn't that crazy? I mean, I mean yeah, I, I I think that was that was a funny play though. I think. <laughs> I, th- I think that was a funny play. I mean, should it have should it have warranted him to get a contract? No, <laughs> but the world works in weird ways. So okay, good well, for him. Lions are such I, a weird I, team. Can I point out something funny? Yeah, go ahead. Um, the deal that Vontez Burfecht just signed with the Raiders, if if Vontez Burfecht keeps on pace for his average uh, fines per year, Don't he will like pay. Mil. Yeah, he is projected to pay less than he is expected to get fined this year. Oh my god, he's missed just as much games too. So, so he might lose money playing for the Raiders. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> um, so that's how he signed that, signing he signs that deal. He's like, wait, I only have a year and like a couple mil. Absolutely. Looks like I'm just gonna be a really good boy this year. <laughs> also, uh, I hear that the Los Angeles Rams have shown an interest in Clay Matthews. You know who else they showed an interest in? Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. Blake, well, they showed a lot of interest <laughs> like right in signing away, him like right away. I yeah. like it. Rams are just like yes. I like it. You know, Sean McVay is going to turn him into like an MVP. No, he's going to head. He's going to get a head coaching job it next was, year. It was time. <laughs> it was time for Jared Goff to hang it up. He's had a yeah, great career. <laughs> it was but time for Blake to shine. Step aside <laughs> for the goat yeah, coming in, Blake absolutely. Bortles. What's? I'm, I don't mean to bring this up again, but you have a guy sitting there, right, who just settled his case at the NFL, Kaepernick, right. And Bortles is just like, hey, yeah, I'm going to L.A., baby. Ripping cigs and doing construction. Yeah, what, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know. The NFL is so weird in that sense. I don't yeah. want to get into it, but I feel like if funny. anyone can sign Kaepernick, how many years? How many years has it been since Kaepernick played, though? Like what? Like 2014? Three? Four? Three? No, no way. I think it was 2013 or 2014. I'll, I'll That's a up. long time. He, people also up, people Jamie. also forget he was literally backing up Blaine Gabbard at one point. So six years is Who a long who, time without it, playing football. Yeah, though. it is. But it was his. I think it was his problem because I think the the Seahawks were like, "Oh, we'll take you." The last time he played was 2016. 2016. We graduated high school in 2016. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but he wasn't really doing much at that point, was he? No, he was backing up Blaine Gabbert. Six yards per game. Uh, He's backing up Gabbert. He wasn't having a good year. He wasn't, but let's see. In terms of quarterback ready, like getting on the field and actually you doing would take something, Bortles in that one situation, yeah. So as so, a backup, yeah. yeah so backup. you obviously not as a starter. I would so not. So you pick. would be willing <laughs> to trade? No, I don't want Bortles as my starting quarterback for the Giants because <laughs> no. you have that issue right now. So what? you're saying would no. you have Bortles over Loletta? Yeah, yeah, he yes. had his best yeah, in 2014. Yeah, yeah. Right. What? Kaepernick had his best year in 2014. Yes, he wasn't basically that, wasn't ended that the Super Bowl year. year? No, 2012 was. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. That was his only good year. Mm. He came in and like did really well, and then he, he never. Had a few good I think years. there's a Frank Sinatra song. <laughs> what? It was a very good year. It was a very. <laughs> uh, he had his best rating in 2012, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Uh, Not by much though. Another signing I see here: the Panthers signed veteran. Defensive end Bruce Urban to a one year deal. What do you think of that the signing, who? Bruce Urban? No, um, who signed him? No, the who, the who is the Rockets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bob O'Reilly. No, uh, the Panthers. Come on. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> would you have taken it? Would you have kept him? Yes. <laughs> just what you needed. And why did he have to go there? In the division. <laughs> like, I don't like him. I don't <laughs> like him anymore. I actually liked him a lot, and now you had to go to the stupid Well, the Raiders Panthers. had their hands on him, too, and they let him go. Yeah, but he can go back there. You don't have I to don't worry. want him in the Panthers. The Panthers have no I hate no the offense. Panthers. I hate the Saints. The Bucks are just too bad to hate. So, <laughs> I just feel bad for the Buccaneers. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. if they won the division, I'd be like, good for them. Like, they haven't done well in a while. Chris Conti got his life stiff armed out by Vance McDonald this year. It just it was embarrassing. <laughs> you know? I remember he was saying that he wanted something big to happen that next week because he wanted to not be shown all over of him getting stiff armed. Yeah. He was just like, I hope someone gets stiff armed really bad so it's not me this year that that or this week that they talk about. All right, I want to talk to you guys about something really funny real quick. So, the Vikings just re-upped Dan Bailey to a one-year deal. Good wow. Move. It's a good move, but how does a guy who's the most accurate kicker like ever, not anymore, I don't think. He's up there. He's up there, yeah, he's but he, he's mm-hmm. – how does he come to Minnesota and just miss everything? They're indoors. You're in a better spot than you were in Dallas. Kickers well, well, are weird. Kickers are fickle p- creatures. But it's Dan Bailey. At least he wasn't drafted by the like the Bucks when they went to the first round or something. Oh second my God. Second round. Second round, yeah. Oh. An early and he's, second and he's round pick. he's not even in the league anymore. That's nope. ridiculous. He's not even in the AAF, I think. I think <laughs> he's, he not, actually, he's not even good enough for that. Actually, I think he's in the AAF. I think but I he's not starting in the AAF. <laughs> yeah, people, are, people are talking about, like, people complain. This is kind of a tangent, but people complain about the whole – Oh, the NFL is going too hard with these rules and regulations, uh, player safety, whatever. You know, it, it, it's never been that bad. The thing is, the AAF, one of their main draws is like, oh, we don't have all these like stringent policies on player safety. We It's a good hardcore old school football, all yeah, that. Yeah. The thing is, the injuries in the AAF, no one's looking at it. The People are getting injured. What, do you think so? That's no, they right. are. They are, people yeah. Are a lot, <laughs> there are a oh lot God. of bad injuries in the AAF, <laughs> oh. and it's like, okay, maybe the NFL knows what they're talking about when it comes to player <laughs> safety. Yeah, okay, yeah, a couple more flags per game, but guess what? All your players aren't dying. It's so. funny because yeah. people will keep saying, no fun league, no fun league. Yeah. Look at the AAF, they're just like, yeah, they're doing a good job. Yeah, but okay, carry it out. They have more stretchers than f- water boys. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, speaking of the AAF, Jenny, Johnny Manziel is going to Memphis Express. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I have a conspiracy theory. Do you think he purposely violated the terms that he had on his contract in the CFL <laughs> so he could be like, there's an AAF? No one told me about this. I, I didn't have to go to Canada. That's, that's something he would he, do. He, he could wait a year and join the XFL for all he cares because that's coming up next year. He could do whatever he wants, honestly. Let him, let him Man- have fun. Johnny Manziel will never does be this, in the league again. I was going to say, does this dude even smell a practice squad? Uh, no. I mean, I think he's talented. Because that's I what just, the NFL is trying to do. People they're, that have issues. They're trying to make it an affiliate attitude. so that people will get signed to like the practice squad or like sneak their signing way. Signing Johnny Manziel at this point would be signing Jerry Rice at fifty-five. It's just for <laughs> novelty. Bro, he went to the Montreal Alouettes right after being traded from the Tiger Cats. Uh, no, I'm talking about a while ago. Wow, and he was in talks to go to the Tiger Cats for a while. They trade him as soon as they bring him. And you know what the CFL did? They traded like three first-round picks for Johnny Manziel to so, go there. So that, that's and, a- and we're talking the Montreal Alouettes. If you guys don't have an idea of how bad they are, they're considered like the old Browns. Because you know now the so, new Browns so are like great. First round picks—that's probably what, like a f- like three fifth round picks in the NFL. Basically, yeah. yeah. So p- put that into perspective a little bit. And then his first game with the Alouettes, right? He throws like four picks right before half. <laughs> it's what absurd. Do you and you know who he's replacing currently in the AAF? Zach Mettenberger got injured, and they had to 
they had to bench Hagenberg because he kept throwing picks. Yeah, no. And the AF. <laughs> this dude was do breaking you, records at Penn State. Do you want to say? Do you want to? Oh, well, yeah. But do you want to? Well, if, yeah, what? All you need to know about the AAF is that Trent Richardson is their leading scorer in the league. Oh, that, he's actually doing really well, Trent though. Trent Richardson is the AAF. That's, that's <laughs> it. You know who's thrown to Luis Perez? Who? Luis. Exactly. Like, <laughs> Luis Perez? No, who is that? He was, <laughs> you don't know the story of Luis Perez? No, who Dude's is a legend. So <laughs> oh, yeah, real yeah, yeah. legend. So he went to hey, he, legend. So he was going to take like a bowling scholarship coming out of like high school. He was like an immigrant or whatever. And then he goes to like a, a, a Bergen. He goes, not Bergen. He goes to a community <laughs> college. And then he eventually goes to a D2 school. He, he like breaks records there. And then eventually he gets signed on by the Rams. And then... They cut him, and so he went to the AAF. But he's he's, he's doing kind of well over there. <laughs> but yeah, Trent Richardson, baby, Mister Fumble on the Browns. He's probably looking at the Browns now. He's like, should have waited. <laughs> you know what's funny? His stats, Trent Richardson's stats are literally, he's doing like two yards a carry. Yeah, but but like I'm I'm like kind of <laughs> two touchdowns, forty here. yards. Like, is it is it impressive? Like, I feel like it's like if we right now went and played against like. Peewee football players, like is I don't it? know. They no. they're literally NFL players, I, uh, like, or I, old NFL players. I should say some of them and prospects old. that didn't yeah. pan out. I mean, we're talking Michael Michael Vick is literally a coach, a coach yeah. on the Atlanta Legends. Yeah, they Later. suck, but he's cool. It's so telling that you see like I watched an Atlanta Legends game. And they pan who, who are terrible. Yeah, because the they have Matt Sins at quarterback. Yeah, the Legends oh. suck. But uh, you you they pan to the crowd. He's one of our own. They pan to the. <laughs> half-filled crowd and it's just all falcons jerseys like no one's going out of their way to buy it if, if you're watching first of all game, their jersey sponsor is starter i haven't wore a starter attire since i was in like fourth grade yeah I i've never heard of Starter. i was you have you're gonna see stuff, the logo man. right now i'm showing you okay but I, yeah. I don't think i've heard of it no no you've heard of it well i guess we'll, we'll you've see. heard of it never you know this. Oh, uh, I thought that was. I always thought that was sketchy. It's like a pair of shorts that you had in like fourth grade. <laughs> I always thought that was like an offshoot. Yeah, of Skechers. My, mine had like a white stripe going around it. Yeah. I was like, oh, that Skechers rebrand is like really, really weird. Yeah, no, I have seen that. But when the AF started, I was honestly really hyped. Like I haven't watched it since because they used to stream on their uh, website. Yeah. And then eventually, like they're like, yes, yeah, CBS Sports isn't letting us stream it anymore, so we we can't do it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, damn it. <laughs> My friend, my friend, uh, is in the AF. Yeah, <laughs> my friend bought a Salt Lake City Stallion shirt. Dude, they're bad. Yeah, they're two and four. Yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, they're not good. <laughs> but their jerseys are fire. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go back to the NFL real quick. None of that. <laughs> um, Cowboys and the Dolphins are in talks on a deal which sends Robert Quinn to Dallas, which the NFL Network said. What is that going to take over for uh, Demarcus Lawrence, who is not showing up at all? I guess so. <laughs> I don't know. Does he? Does Demarcus Lawrence pull like a uh, an Aaron Donald thing where he waits out all of camp but plays the season anyway? I mean, he. I feel like rightfully so. He should be annoyed. He got tagged last year. I feel like rightfully so. He should be a little bit annoyed. I mean, you know, sitting out, it, it looks bad on him. But I think he has. He, he's somewhat got a point. I mean, I'd be mad as a Steelers fan that the Le'Veon Bell situation took place. But you tag him twice, uh, this guy's gonna be angry, right? And he eventually got what he wanted. Yeah, but you know what I mean? mean? Yeah. And, and, and so he's he, producing. He won in that so. sense. He got the long-term deal he wanted. Not for the amount, but he got Remember the deal. when he tweeted, someone was like, I'll pay you all this in cash. Or like, the Gi- the Jets will pay you all this in cash if you just come play for the Jets. He's like, that's not enough money to play for the Jets. Yeah, he said <laughs> not, he said 90 mil ain't enough to come run for the Jets. <laughs> now he's Look doing where it. he's at. He's doing it for 50 mil. 
Uh, what else we got here? Yeah, the Raiders. We perfect win over there. Quick question. Ooh, what what do you up? guys think about Aaron Rodgers and the Packers next year? They were Super Bowl contenders He'll two seasons fine. ago. And this year, Bro, he, after that injury. He was beating he teams was, with one yeah. leg. I, I, think, I think they're going to beat the Giants, Mark. I agree. Yeah, we probably are not going to win that. Oh, yet. what a hot take! Wait, Jets, yeah. Gi- Jets, Bold Giants, prediction. right now. This upcoming season, Jets, Giants. Who are you taking? I take the New York team. <laughs> <laughs> I play the fifth. I actually take the Giants. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> I'm gonna take the Giants. I feel like I feel like the Jets are the favorite there. I think so too. But I think you're going Gi- to underdog. I think the Giants could win that. I think Sam Darnold's still a pick magnet. So I have faith in the Giants. Is that, is that was supposed to be like a that, spin on is, chick is, magnet? Is, 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 is that coming from Eli Manning, whose career high interception is like true. thirty a season? That he, <laughs> last year he had a great QBR. He had he did Q, not throw, QBR means nothing. QBR. I can throw five yard passes and complete okay. no, my passes. You could, th- you, could th- a- you could throw to someone like running a little thing. You, you know the running back just runs a little flat there. <laughs> just throw to him like ten times. You're at a hundred percent. Exactly. I have a great. Right, he did not throw a lot of interceptions last season. I'll put it that way. He didn't throw it. He threw to Saquon five yards away from just him. him this isn't about Eli. This is about Sam Darnold. I just want to say I don't think he, like he, you're overblowing his his interception tendency. He, I don't think he's as big of a. Of, of, a, of a pick machine as you think he is? He had one season. He had one season. Yeah. How do you judge someone off of one season? And a rookie season. I'm not How? saying he's going to be like this forever. No one, I'm saying... No, but you're it, saying into this year. You know, you know so. which rookie yeah. threw the most interceptions of all time? Who? Peyton Manning. And guess what? He's a the better Manning. One of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. He is the better Manning. Exactly. So... Even if he had a lot of picks, which I don't even think he did looking back this Big season. forehead. What is that? Oh, about? my gosh. He huge looks like forehead. Huge. <laughs> All right. So, r- real quickly, guys. Uh, the Eagles are si- signed former Viking safety, Andrew Sandejo, to a one-year deal. What do you think of that, Mark, in division NFC? Mm. Really? You like, you like that? That was <laughs> You like that? that was <laughs> Sandejo is great. It's a very good Ooh, move on the that The Vikings part. hated Sandejo. I don't know they don't why. Like, they don't like Barr either. They yeah, hate but, him. But it's why, ridiculous. They're weird. I don't I don't like them. I am hard-pressed to find a Vikings defender I don't like. Yeah, I love Harrison yeah, Smith. I, you know, they, I once had an argument Rose, with Mark because he did. Xavier he, Rose. He, <laughs> oh, I once had, the best cornerback Wait, in the NFL, Listen before Mark defends himself, okay? So me and Mark were arguing. I think we were talking about like Linval Joseph. I'm like, we used to have him and he won a Super Bowl with us, right? And now he's on the Vikings and he's still balling and we should have just kept him. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, I was he was naming off defensive players. Like, they don't have many good defensive players. And I said Harrison Smith and he like he didn't na- he didn't name him. Like, he just is like, an invisible safety. This dude is like one of the hardest hitting safeties like in the league, like right now. Darren Sharp. Darren Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Harrison Smith. You never heard of him? Yes, I've heard of him. Oh yeah, now you good. do because I drilled into your brain. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> you just pulled up Sam Darnold's side, so I want to hear what you want to say. Let's let's hear this, Mark. You know who's under him? Josh Rosen. True. You know who else is under him? But Sam Darnold had a better supporting cast than Josh Rosen did. Hold on. And no, get to your point. <laughs> and. Sam Darnold threw 17 touchdowns and 15 interceptions. That is horrible. And everyone on the radio, Chris Carter, every like every sports station oh, is saying Sam Darnold really? is the big quarterback of the future and that the Giants should have taken him Wait, with their pick a- last year and not Saquon Barkley, who got rookie of the year. Uh, that drives how, me how, how, how many touchdowns and interceptions did he have? 17 and 15? 17 touchdowns, 15 interceptions. 
I mean, Eli didn't do much better. He did better, but he didn't do much better. What, um, what, what did Eli have? 21 and 11. And uh, there was somebody else I wanted to look up to. What was that's, t- that's 10 t- <laughs> It's about 10 touchdowns. Wait, different. so we forgot to talk about this because no, it's not. 21 17 touchdowns. to 21. He had 17 touchdowns and 15 picks. Yeah, but. And then oh, Eli had a 10 different. Yeah. He had 10 more touchdowns. Wait, Matt. Still not picks. a lot. Matt, what, that's, yeah, it's a what lot. was the. That's a lot of different games right there. 21 touchdowns, a lot of touchdowns in a season? Compared to 17? <laughs> Whoa. You're telling me. You're telling <laughs> Did me you tw- forget how numbers work? You're telling me 28 points is not game changing for uh, several games. Mark. The Super Bowl was it's, what? It's 13 a to 7? 13 to 3. Exactly. It's, what, 13 what is to 3. It? You Every said point he had matters. 17. It's a four touchdown as different it's okay and he threw 15 interceptions and, and eli only threw less 11. interceptions it's yeah. not that big I mean, my point is 21 touchdowns is not a lot of touchdowns in a season yeah i agree it's All not right. a lot hold on so i forgot to talk about this matt what was earl thomas's deal with the with the ravens it was like four years i forgot how much money he's being paid i don't know the specifics of the deal i kind of i like that though I like where he went. It's not good for you. I mean, but <laughs> I like I, I like it a lot. Listen, I think adding Thomas doesn't really equate to losing Mosley, losing Suggs. No, not it at all. It does not. So like, but I that's understand someone you want on your team. You know, you lose. Oh, I, I wanted Thomas. Oh yeah, for me. sure. Like what, what we signed Stephen Nelson off the Chiefs. We signed. Uh, oh, um, what? Who is it? Who is it? Wait, is wait, this? that's Clay Matthews. Yep. Who is what? he signing with? The Rams. Oh, oh my God! I told you. Wow. No. I told you. I wanted Clay Matthews. Jeez. That happened just now. Yeah, he's. They're expecting to give him a two-year deal. That's a. Really Yo, good how fit. are they getting all these players on a rental? They got Eric Weddle. They had Nadavik the Ngsu. He's a free agent still. But you bring Clay Matthews. Now he's with Aaron Donald. So Aaron Donald. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Marcus They're about to have so many <laughs> rough in the passer calls. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> All right. All right. So that, that's cool, I guess. Do you think they're making it to the Super Bowl again? Uh not gonna lie. Definitely playoffs. Definitely playoffs. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, that's not a hard guess. I think you're a genius. Thank you. I want to see the Colts in the Super Bowl. Hmm. They're gonna ball they, out. They need defensive players on that team. Oh yeah, they don't have they have Darius Leonard. True. He so. was the uh, rookie defensive, defensive player. player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what else do we got? Here? Oh, so this was an insight into free agency from the Earl Thomas deal. Wait, what were we just talking about with the? Uh, what was his deal? I didn't know what his. Not Earl Thomas. We were talking about Clay Matthews. Clay Matthews. Right. Yeah. Uh, to the Rams. Stephen Nelson, and then we signed. Uh, <laughs> this is looking really bad. But we signed. <laughs> we signed a Rams linebacker. Well, linebacker slash safety hybrid, and. and we're at a point in this league now where if you sign a Ram, that Rams player that's played at least 12 games in a season, you're like, oh, we got an all-star. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jamon Brown came from came from uh, the Rams like the year Sean McVay came in. He played 14 games. We're like, oh, my gosh. Mark we're, we're about to take it all the way. Mark Barron, that's his name. Yeah. Yeah, we signed him. I am not sure how to feel about that. He's not bad. He's, He's not, not bad. bad. I think he was misused in L- in L.A., the question is, are we going to know how to use him right? I don't know. Because there was a lot of promise early in his career. He had some bright spots last season, but overwhelmingly he was disappointing until the playoffs when he really showed up. So that's the thing. Well, so is, Are we going to be able to utilize him to his strengths? I'm not sure. Well, it, I guess that's up to Tomlin. That's up to uh, um, 
What are what is your defense? Our defensive coordinator, coordinator uh, yeah. Butler, Keith Butler. That's up to him. I'm not sure how to feel. This is one of the rare signings where I have no. I'm completely in the dark on how to feel about it. Any we'll of you have guys have any insight? Not really on that. No. The, you guys could use help, offense and defense. I would take anyone you can get at this offense. point. Offense. I I I still like Juju and I like James Conner, but that's not a great supporting cast for Ben right now. He needs help. <laughs> Did you just question offense? You lost Bell and Brown. How do you question? Yeah. We you need could help li- on you offense. Could, you could literally name like there's probably four teams that are good on both sides of the ball. But if you went on a list of every team, like if I were to just say right now, Bengals, right? Oh, they need help on offense and defense on the ball. L- on listen, side of the ball. You could say that for a okay, lot of okay, teams. Okay, okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Obviously, obviously, Le'Veon Bell and Antonio Brown are two phenomenal players. I'm not denying that. What I'm saying is, Connor had better. Statistics last season without Le'Veon Bell than Le'Veon Bell did in 2017. Yeah, Juju had better stats than Antonio Brown last season when they were both on the field. And you can say, oh yeah, Antonio Brown draws double coverage all the time. Antonio Brown drew double double coverage on less than 30 percent of overall plays last season. Why do you know that? Because he's a Steelers fan. <laughs> obviously, listen. Like- I obviously it'll take time for Juju to 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 uh, develop into the number one role. Yeah, Choo Choo. Choo choo. No, but but he <laughs> said he, the tank he said he's ready. He posted. Yeah, he's ready. I mean, listen, I trust him. I think he'll do fine. Did you Obviously, see, he'll be no AB. Did you see he posted a video of him scoring a touchdown on the Raiders, which is kind of shady? Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I I I I don't think offense is our worry. I think still, this I think our our issue going forward is replacing the hole left when Shazier went down. I think we need to reestablish our defense. And that's I think, starting with uh, you had it. Barrett, and it just yeah. went away. How do you think Juju's still gonna, there? But how do you think Juju's going to do against Jimmy Smith on the Ravens and Denzel Ward on the Browns? Though, do you think he can do as good a job as AB was doing? Jimmy Smith. Kind of we'll see if Jimmy Smith is no. Available. Jimmy Smith started off hot and then he just kind of went down. Yeah, but it, it, like it's, not, it's never going to be one-on-one coverage. There's going to be somebody else, so I yeah. don't think that's that much into play. There's always um, going to be safety help. Wait, so I, I forgot <clears throat> to mention this before. So back to the Earl Thomas thing. Insight into free agency. Um, the Raven Raven safety Earl Thomas obviously now came close to signing a one year deal t- one year twelve million dollar deal with the Chiefs that um, Kansas City was prepared to have Earl come in and paired up with Tyron Matthew the Ravens swooped in and they were like they just took him ridiculous. that would have been, been insane imagine like saying three years ago that Tyron Matthew and Earl, and Earl Thomas. Thomas would be on the same team that, that would have been, been like oh like I wish Earl Thomas was just like and I know obviously you take the Ravens deal but if that never came about obviously he would have seen it as like a prove it deal and then that would have been a crazy year then they would have extended him because you know that defense needs all the help it could get um the Chiefs defense yeah their linebackers are like gone now everyone's gone (laughs) (laughs) uh but now they have Tyron Matthew which is gonna be fire um Shout out to Tyron Matthew, by the way, because he came off injury, he signed the one-year deal with the Texans. He, and he just he got paid. He too. got paid. Yeah. Tyron Matthew is one of the best like personalities in the league, as far as safeties go. Like I'll, I'll always always have a soft spot for for the Honey Badger. All right, so to kind of uh, go over the free agent trackers, to kind of wrap up the show a little bit. Um, Jordy Mel- Jordy Nelson, I think he already visited or is visiting the Seahawks, so that's a big possibility there. Um, Randall Cobb did end up signing with the Cowboys. Agent McCarron's meeting with the Texans. Uh, whatever. Um, Spencer Ware. Um, I'm not sure if he if he already met with the Lions, but the Lions eventually signed. Um, they signed a running back, right? I forgot, but whatever. I think they might still sign him. Bortles went to the Rams. Uh, Jordan Mills meets with the Texans. Vinny Curry might go to the Bengals, and I think that's a big possibility now, considering Vontez Perfect is officially out of there. 
Um, that'd be kind of a solid pickup there. Darren Fells went to the Texans. And I want to wrap this show up, if you guys don't have anything else to add, uh, some statements that Dave Gettleman had on all of the trades. And I can't wait for Mark's opinions on this. <laughs> um, so, Giants, Dave Gettleman said he was not actively shopping Odell Beckham Jr. The only call I initiated initiated regarding moving Odell was to Buffalo. <laughs> I placed a call after learning they had conversations about Antonio Brown. So he was <laughs> he was out on that scenario when Antonio Brown was in talks to go there. Absolutely. Already not a good sign. Um, Gettleman, this was purely a football decision. We didn't sign him to trade him. <laughs> he keeps saying Ooh, that. That's a right. But that th- quote is going to come back said, consistently. But, he said, but him. things change. And what changed is another team made an offer we couldn't refuse. Say we made give me an offer, couldn't refuse. <laughs> um, but uh, Gettleman on Eli Manning keeping Eli wasn't a hard decision. This narrative that Eli is overpaid and can't play is a crock. I'm telling you, that's one of the worst quotes I've ever heard. Um, He's their best quarterback option at the moment. No, at the moment. Who? Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna put Kyle Lalette at, at the moment. At the moment, he until right. or, or Alex Tandy, which I've no idea why they Oh yeah, we re-upped him. him. Everyone was so excited. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right, what were you gonna say, Matt? No, 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 you were saying at the moment. I was gonna say like, oh, until April, until the draft, like <laughs> until the draft, because you could draft a quarterback theoretically that is more productive than Eli Manning. It just might not be the best move right now in the Giants' best interest. Vontez Burfick to local reporters when asked about Antonio Brown. We're on the same team. It's one goal. I'm going to approach him just like I do all my other teammates. There's nothing negative here. We're going to we're trying to win a championship. More like <laughs> trying to win four games. Trying to get third in your division. Start with that. What do you guys think the Chargers have to do to stay in relevancy? Uh, they sign sign Tyrod Taylor, avoid, which they did. Let's go, baby. <laughs> all, all, the char- all the Chargers have to do is avoid injuries. That's been the, that's been the story with the Chargers for the past three, four, five years. They haven't been able to do it, but if they can avoid getting injured, they have a lot of talent. They their have de- good their coaching. Their defense is sexy. Do you think they need to sign some good O-linemen? Because the Patriots made their O-line look like complete garbage in that playoff game. Well, they just re-upped what's-his-name, who we had on the Giants. Oh, what's his name? Um, it's a weird name. <laughs> I forgot. Whatever. I don't have it in front of me right now. Uh, Richburg? We, no. No, no, no. No. Yeah, I'm not gonna remember his name. Oh well. Um, what the Gi- what the Chargers have to do is watch film and be like, "Hey, Tom Brady throws the ball out within two seconds. Maybe we should run a different play." <laughs> <laughs> True. Like literally, it's it came down to the level where Joey Bosa was like, um, "Can you not throw the ball out so fast? <laughs> Thank you." Like to his face, to Tom Brady's face. So I don't know. It was a shame watching them get whooped like that. But but yeah. Um, that's all the updates we pretty much have. Is there anything else you guys wanted to cover last second before we end the show? No, I think no. Uh, I think we pretty much covered our ground. Yeah. Interesting yeah. free agency. I'll I'll, I'll say that. A lot of different phases on new teams. It's a lot. The we're, bra- we're officially in the new league year, so we're getting. Set we're up. in a new league era, I think. I say it to Chris every podcast. The league changes every single year. Not just in terms of this players going to different teams. This has been a very drastic change. Yes. Oh, yes. I am very intrigued to see how the, how the year will plan. Yeah. Will, uh, plan just because you're here, I just want to let you know. When I tell Chris that it's a new league every single year, you bring in a guy like Pat Mahomes, he literally changed the narrative of every single team as to what sh- they should do. Oh, absolutely. Which is literally bring in a young guy, 
and have that and Sean McVay change it too where you have the luxury of not paying your quarterback and you pay every single other person now they have Clay Matthews and Eric Weddle on two-year deals because they have the money to do that so you know I'm excited to see what happens in the league moving forward because you know Giants need to get with the times now because your narrative can't be now to keep playing Eli Manning because every team now has a young quarterback it's time to move forward because a lot of teams now have quarterbacks where they're not looking for an opening spot now. A lot of teams, like, don't, like, you know, everyone's signed pretty much. Like, a lot of teams aren't looking for quarterbacks unless it's a bridge quarterback that they want to replace. But it's time, you know, to move on. But, but yeah, I'm excited for this year, man. Same. So, um, that's going to wrap up the show. I appreciate you guys listening to the Franchise Tag. So, uh, I just want to let you guys know to follow um, the Twitter account, Franchise Tag Pod. I always update you guys on who's getting signed where and all updates on the NFL. And I see you guys follow it too. So, mm-hmm. it's some good stuff on there. So, Absolutely. I really appreciate if you did yeah. that. Um, definitely, you can listen to our podcast literally on anywhere you stream podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere. And if you're listening on iTunes, make sure to leave us a review and a five-star rating and make sure to tell at least one friend that you listen to this podcast and that they should check it out because it would help us out a lot I'm not asking for you to ask your whole family just <laughs> one person i'd appreciate it um other than that thank you guys for coming on i appreciate it thank you for having us awesome thank you. Uh, no problem thank yeah, you we'll see you guys next week take care goodbye